This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Water levels along the Mississippi River are setting records, but not in a good way. Measurements at two key points in Illinois and Tennessee were at modern-day historic lows this week, breaking records that had originally been set in 1988. A public affairs officer with the Coast Guard says 30 vessels have been grounded while trying to make their way down the Mississippi, Ohio, and Illinois rivers in October alone. One bright spot is the dropping of shipping rates, which fell by more than $30 per ton over the last week. But AgriPulse's Noah Wicks reports the drop-off is largely due to a growing number of companies delaying deliveries until later this year. You can read more about the situation and what it means for American producers in our coverage on AgriPulse.com. New funding is aimed at helping the needy better utilize a major USDA nutrition program. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. The Department of Agriculture has awarded $53 million through three grant programs to expand access and improve services in the Women, Infant, and Children Nutrition Program. Rachel Piazza is the Senior Director for Delivery at USDA's Food and Nutrition Service. Piazza says reducing barriers to access is needed to help participants know if they qualify for the program. These updates include using tools like text messaging to better communicate with today's tech-savvy moms, and also efforts like simplifying the language on forms and the language and program materials so that they're clearer and easier to understand, and also making materials available in more languages. Piazza says investments will help participants understand what products can be purchased with WIC benefits. Shopping is one of the biggest pain points that we've heard from participants, and that shopping with WIC benefits can be confusing or frustrating. These shopping grants will fund projects to improve that shopping experience, such as expanding the ability to use WIC benefits at self-checkout lines, better labeling of WIC products in grocery stores, and allowing states to provide their participants with apps that let people shopping with with WIC benefits scan a product's barcode to confirm that the product they're buying is an eligible food. States are also using those grants to prepare for allowing online shopping using WIC benefits. Fewer than three out of five children who are eligible for the program are enrolled. And while participation rates are high among infants, enrollment drops substantially as children get older. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel. The Environmental Protection Agency is weighing its next steps on how to address the use of atrazine in agriculture, and many in farm country are paying close attention. In addition to his role as the head of the Kansas Corn Growers, Greg Krisick is also the co-chair of the Triazine Network. More than 16,000 on the agriculture side of the conversation offered their thoughts during a recent comment period with the EPA, and Krisick says the agency has to think this through. One, EPA will be reading and analyzing the comments to get the weight of the public sentiment on it. But a really important part in this particular time is that EPA has publicly committed that there will be a scientific advisory panel, or it's called an SAP, held specifically on the part of this proposal, which is establishing what's called a level of concern, LOC, or in this case, it's called a CLOC. He says determining the exact threshold of atrazine use is going to be of paramount importance for the EPA. 
EPA proposed 3.4 parts per billion. There have been a couple different scientific advisory panels in the last 20 years. Their mission is to say, what does the science say so that EPA should make decisions based on the sound and credible science? Since 2011, we feel that there have been several studies that have reaffirmed the safety of this product and the fact that a reasonable CLOC could be as high as 25 or 26. EPA is considering lowering current tolerances for atrazine over concerns, among other things, about aquatic plant health. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.